schon keine This just in, scientists have taken a break from researching the COVID-19 vaccine to determine that eating is in fact cheating. <laughs> Everybody pile on into Mackie's Clubhouse. I'm Kevin. I'm Larry. Here we are talking about season four, <laughs> episode 11 of The Shield called A Thousand Deaths. Yeah. <laughs> um. Original air date, May 31st, 2005, director Stephen K. Oh, he's very good. He directed, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of this little movie called Get Carter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have heard of it. Have not seen it. No, I don't think anybody saw it. Um, and then also Boogeyman. Oh. Boogie- I think I remember the, uh, the poster for that being on a lot of comic books. Yeah, I want to. If I remember, I want to say it's kind of like shadowy, black and white, kind of silhouette-y, yep. something, something. But I don't know, like closet or something, maybe. Maybe. Yep, that sounds familiar. Are you saying he's gay? <laughs> I wasn't saying that, but he. Oh, all right, all right. He's just <laughs> in an actual closet, is what you're saying. Yeah. All right, fair enough. <laughs> maybe the boogie. Yeah, maybe that's the reason the boogeyman hangs out there. Boogity Man. Do you, do you remember that from Seinfeld, Boogity Man? I remember Mr. Boogity. Well, like, Elaine thinks it's Boogity Man. Like, she says, oh, well, yeah, the Boogity Man shows up. And then Jerry goes, Boogie Man. And she's like, what? And he's like, I'm quite sure. You know, you don't remember this? It's I don't know. It's very funny. Anyways. Um, oh, my God. We are getting a Morse code message. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> but it's only one letter, so can't be that much. Um, all right. So uh, written by Adam E. Fierro, story by Sean Ryan. I think like all these uh, episodes at the end of the season are story by Sean Ryan, but then written by somebody else. So I guess he's got his hands in a lot of pots. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so we start off with, uh, like, Shane and Shane's trying to um, – they're, they're practicing for the lie detector test. He knows Glenn Close wants him to take the lie detector, so they're, they're practicing with Smitty. Yeah, our boy Smitty's back. Yeah, Smitty shows up. <laughs> Not only is he a locksmith, he also knows how to beat lie detectors, apparently. Who knew? Um, the, the, the assistant chief, whatever his name is, we'll call him – Roy. Is that it right? It is Roy. Yep. You yeah, I thought it was Roy. All right, so Roy, he kind of, he like, uh, sabotages Glenn Close a little bit. Basically, he throws her in the middle of a press, press conference about uh, Antoine Mitchell from the community. They're all – not a press conference, like a community meeting. Mm-hmm. Community people are pissed off about how shit went down with Antoine or whatever, and he kind of just throws her in into this meeting like she doesn't know what's happening. He just opens the door and he's like, "Go answer their questions and shit." And then yeah. when he's in there, he tries to like, he, "We're gonna kill her seizure policy." Basically, he like fucking calls her out in front of. Him. She's pretty pissed off about it. Yeah, I would be too. Yeah. Um. Gotta fuck her over real good. So they go back to the uh, where they're practicing for the lie detector, and Army's just like, "What about like attacking your shoe or soap under the armpit? Let's try that." And he's like, "No, no, no, that's a bad idea. Like that'll just fuck you up, and if they catch you, you're gonna be in a lot of trouble." So he suggests doing like a substitution, 
where you basically make up a different question in your mind than the one that they're asking, to which the truthful answer is no. Right, right, yeah. Like they say, like, oh, did you kill that cop or whatever? You say, am I 17 feet tall? No. Yeah. yeah. Basically something. And if you can convince yourself of that, then then that'll make sense, and you'll you'll read as being truthful. Um, I wonder if that actually works. No. <laughs> it seems very simple, but. I don't even know if I believe into the whole fucking lie detector thing. Yeah, it does seem like kind of unreliable. Yeah. At the same time here, we got Vic and Glenn Close. Uh, they're going to, here's what they're going to do is they're kind of going to get uh, Antoine Mitchell's second in commands. Like everybody in line for the throne to kind of like go after each other so they can get like info on the cop killers. Yep. Do yeah, that. play them all against each other. Um, Glenn Close doesn't want Shane and Army going along on this, but Vic's like, oh, I need them and stuff. And she's like, all right, they can work on the cop killings only. But that seems like a bad idea if you really suspect these guys of being involved. Yeah. <laughs> I put them on this case, like your most high-profile case. Aceveda, he shows up. He wants to... Um, He's trying to, like, cut a deal with Glenn Close about the seizure thing. Like, hey, I'll work with you if you work with me. And basically what he wants to do is you can't auction shit off until you get a conviction. Yeah. She's like, well, you know, like, shit will just be sitting around for years. Like, we'll never do or whatever. And he's like, nah, I don't I don't, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Okay. She's like, I'm not compromising at all. No. You can go spit. Um, they go see Halpern. That guy's cool. I like Halpern. Yeah, Halpern's great. Does yeah, they go see him. Uh, I don't think so. Oh, cool. Not that I remember. <laughs> this may be the last time we see him, though. I can't remember if he shows up in the next episode or not. Yeah. But uh, he is kind of, he wants to, you know, they thought he was in next in line, but there's this guy, Weed, who apparently is kind of meeting with Antoine's lawyer, so they're like, oh, he must be the next one in charge. Like, you should probably give him up so we can, you know, you can go up in the rankings. Weed's Man. awesome, by the way. <laughs> I hated Weed. I love so weird. Weed. <laughs> he was a fucking weirdo. I love Weed. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they go see Weed because yeah. Halpern says something about some guy named Rosano or Grosano or something like that. Yeah, Gusano, the uh, the guy that apparently Petario works for, the uh, El Salvadoran guys. I think... I think late. I think later in my notes, I have Gusano down as Petario's boss, and then he closed because I I couldn't figure out who the fuck that guy was. <laughs> I, I figured it out later. But um, so they go see Weed, and Weed tells them like, "Oh, I heard these kids talking about these guns from these cops or whatever," and so they're gonna go look for these guys. We get the theme song here at nine minutes and forty five seconds. That's a late one. Bop, yeah, bop, that's bop, very bop. late. By the way, that weed guy apparently was an actual rapper in real life. Yeah, and, uh, Pablo. He, yeah, he was apparently like most of that dialogue was not what was written. <laughs> yeah, like, apparently he was just doing his own shit. And uh, Adam Fear, I was like, I, I don't know, I like it, so we'll stick with it. <laughs> and he brought like his own jewelry because he didn't like the jewelry that they had for him. So he was like, I'm gonna use my own, and it was like sixty thousand dollars worth of jewelry or something like that. Well, Something ridiculous. Here's what I don't get about the rapping. 
I don't understand, like, if you, why do you need the jewelry? Like, mm-hmm. I, to me, jewelry is so stupid. Like, I, I don't, do you wear anything, Jank? I don't wear no. anything. Not a damn thing. No. I don't know why you'd want to. Why like, would that you seems like the worst investment. money on that? Yeah, buy a big ass house. Yes. Nice car, maybe. Yeah, go jewelry. Get, get, get the 165 inch home theater screen. Yes. Not a yes. fucking necklace or a fucking ring or something. Who gives a fuck? I'd build I mean, my I, own fucking movie theater in my one of my rooms in my giant ass house. I get it. Listen, I understand. Like, you know, a ring holds its value. It's gold. It's jewels. Whatever. Whatever. I can't look at a ring for 17 hours a day. I can look at a fucking TV screen for 17 hours a day, though. You know what? I got a class ring from high school that I was like, oh, man, this is going to be the coolest. I think I wore it once. (laughs) I was like, this sucks. Yeah. (laughs) You still have it? Yep. Yep. Still got it somewhere. Yeah. It's sat there for, you know, nigh on 20 years now. Yeah. (laughs) Um... We see Dutch on the phone with Corinne, you know, so there's that thing going on. Yeah, they're making kissy-kissy faces at each other on the phone. They're going to meet later on. And Claudette kind of overhears it, and she's like, oh, fuck, what is this guy doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's like, oh, I'll pick up wine. And she's like, oh, you're you're the best, Dutch. But then Glenn Close comes over, and she's like, hey, listen, Claudette, Dutch, uh, we're putting Vic on your cop killer case. Yeah. Yeah. So, you guys are going back in rotation. I'm just putting you in regular rotation again. <laughs> Dutch is like, oh, it might take six months. She's like, six months? That's okay with you? <laughs> yeah. She's so bitchy. Yeah. yeah she's, she's great, though. I yeah. love it. <laughs> um, we see Billings at a car wash. Yeah, he's supposed to be going getting lunch, but he's washing his car. Mm-hmm. And some shit goes down. Yeah. Big, like, I don't know, is it a gang hit? Gang hit goes down, or carjack. It's a carjack. Yeah, yeah. So, Some guys show up to shoot this guy and steal his car, and Billings just kind of he gets his gun out in case something happens. But you know, he just kind of sits there. <laughs> he hid like a pussy. <laughs> I don't blame him. I wouldn't fucking do anything either. He's a fucking cop. <laughs> yeah, but there's like a whole car full of guys with guns, probably. Like I wouldn't want to take that on by myself. I don't know, man. Fuck Billings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll be honest Poor with you, too. Like, when we do our casting, I don't know if he's first uh, this week or if we're waiting until Wednesday, but I struggled with Billings, man. All <laughs> day today at work, I just, like, that's all I was like, I don't know, Billings, man, I don't know. I, just, I don't think you're going to be happy. All right, so um, where are we at? Uh, Corinne tells Vic she's dating Dutch. Yeah, it doesn't go over super well. No. He basically tells her that, you know, oh, yeah, I'm always riding this guy. He's got it in for me, so he's probably just dating you to get back at me. And she's like, no, he's a good guy. And Vic's like, yeah, what a, you do what you want, but I'm just telling you, he's a fucking douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> then he knocks over, like, Dutch's coffee as he walks by. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Ronnie like, says, like, no, it's not your best prank. So. Yeah, but it felt good. Yeah. Um, so Vic, Lem, and Shane, they go over to Petario's. He ain't there. The drugs are missing. He's missing. You know, well, they dr- know where the drugs are. Yeah. yeah. Those are the drugs that Lem took last episode. Yeah. Um, his cut up girl, Emolia, is still there. And she's all worried that, you know, Gusano's going to come after her because the drugs are missing. 
And so they're like, oh, God, what do we do? But Lem, you know, he has the drugs in his glove compartment so they can get the drugs back. But uh, Vic kind of takes a shine to her. Like, he sees that she's got a little kid, and he's just like, oh, like, we can't leave them here to get in trouble with this guy. So we're going to have to solve this problem for them. So that's his. that's not his girlfriend? That's his cut-up girl? Yeah, I don't, like, I'm not sure if she was with him in any kind of way, but they do mention that she is there to cut up the drugs. Like, that's yeah. her, her job. Because remember, she says, like, drug cutter doesn't look good on no resume. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, see, I missed that. All right. Yeah. Right. So, so, yeah, I think that's mainly what she is. Uh, Claudette and Dutch, they show up at the car wash. They're on that case, the car wash murder that Billings hid from like a bitch. <laughs> but he does call it in. He, like, calls it in to the switchboard instead of just through 911, and he doesn't leave any info. But he, like, he tells them everything that happened, but he doesn't give any personal info, and there's no way to, like, trace it. Yeah, but he's over-descriptive. They know right away like, hmm, yeah. this dude knew how to get right into the switchboard. He was so detailed in what he said, but he knew <laughs> how to keep his name and his voice out of the mix. Yep. So Dutch gets a little suspicious, and when one of the witnesses like, she says that there was a car there at the same time, and it was this old car, and it kind of matches the description of Billing's car, so Dutch kind of figures it out that, oh, this guy was fucking there. <laughs> I, well, he hasn't figured it out yet. True, true. But he does know, like, mm, this seems weird that somebody was like, like call that too. Like, should, they're both like, isn't that weird how he, he knew how to call the fucking switchboard and shit? Mm-hmm. Um, where are we at here? Uh, strike team raids the, the gun dude's house, but he's already dead. Like, the guy that I guess was s- s- filing the guns. What was he doing with the guns? Um, yeah, maybe he was filing the serial numbers off of yeah. Carl and Scooby's guns so that they couldn't be traced back. Yeah. Yeah. So he's dead. Ronnie goes to call it in, and they hear, like, Bloop! in the background, they know there's another police radio in the area. They find that Scooby, his radio's at this dude's house. Yep. Dun-dun-dun. Uh-oh. <laughs> Gotta be a reason for that. So, in the next scene here, we this is where, like, Claudette calls Dutch out for dating, uh, you know, Vic's wife. So, they're, they're, you know, they're walking out to the thing, and then Dutch figures out, like, it, it might have been Billings' car at the car wash just because, like, he saw Billings' car in the parking lot. Like, I thought this was, the whole scene was stupid. <laughs> um, I think it makes sense because, like you said, it was already setting off his spidey sense a little bit that they called in the switchboard and stuff like that. So I think I think it I think they set it up pretty well. See, I I don't like that because so, he even has to kind of talk Claudette into it. Like Claudette's kind of skeptical. She's like, I don't think you're uh, barking up the right tree on this one. But then they find soap on his car, like soap residue, and they're like, Yeah, that, that this makes sense. <laughs> so stupid. Um, so they <laughs> he's confront, a good detective. They they confront Billings on there, and he's like, What? Huh? What? Oh yeah, I was there. <laughs> Yeah. I just <laughs> he admits that he was like scared. Yeah. yeah. I gotta work with these people. I don't want them to know I'm a pussy. Yeah. He's such a wuss. <laughs> I love Billings. He's he's so the character I would be in this show. Um, just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, he really doesn't care. 
we get a scene where like army's kind of freaking out about the lie detector and like lem just tells him listen hey man Maybe at this point right now you get the fuck out of here while things are good. Like if you can't handle it now, you're definitely not gonna be able to handle it when shit's bad. And <laughs> shit's good right now. Yeah. We haven't robbed a money train lately. Just wait till we do that again. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, it's, a awesome, it's a pretty like heartfelt, like truthful, like yeah, if you can't handle it now, you definitely won't be able to handle it when it, shit goes sideways. Yeah, he is, he's very honest about it. He's like, we keep saying we're done with this shit, but then we just get right back into it. So, yeah, we're never going to be out of this. So if you want out, get out now. Yeah, get out now. Well, you got a little bit of shot here. Uh, they find out, like, Okoye <laughs> is the guy <laughs> who uh, they want to talk to next. Is he the suspected shooter? He's yeah, a, he's, he's, a, he's a Nigerian. Yeah. yeah. There's a great quote from Shane. We'll save it till the end. <laughs> um, so they go to Okoye's house. They get shot at. Um, Vic goes and tackle, tackles a dude like in the bedroom and the other dude runs and he's kind of got Shane in his crosshairs and then Lem takes him out. Yeah. Shotgun. Yeah. Oh, and, and then Shane kind of like, I think he says thank you to Lem. And, you know, at that point you're like, oh, OK, we're all buddy buddies again. Yeah, this whole episode, there's been little moments where they're all kind of just hanging out, like, talk, making fun of Shane smoking and shit like that. And uh, it's clear that they're all kind of back together and back to being friends. Yeah. And things are kind of normal again. Yeah. It's getting there. Not quite. We got one more step to, to take. We got to get rid of Army. <laughs> yeah. Um, where are we at? Uh, so the local po- police department arrest Okoye. Um. I don't know what. Yeah, because the uh, yeah he was running, but they picked him up. Yeah. And they just, no. like, congratulations, you got a you just picked yourself up a cop killer. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good line. Yeah. <laughs> um, they take this Sequoia guy in, and uh, they're trying to grill him about you know hey what happened to Carl and Scooby and shit like that, and he's just like I'm going to take a nap now. <laughs> oh yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> just closes his eyes and is like. Oh. <laughs> Right into it. And then, like, Vic kind of gives, like, Glenn Close a look like, what the fuck is this? Like, I ain't putting up with this shit. And he just, like, punches the fucking table, like, right into the guy's guts, basically. Yeah, that's pretty great. It is awesome. (laughs) It is so awesome. Um, Where are we at? So Shane tells Glenn Close and Vic that the Russian dude says that Carl and Scooby died over a speeding ticket. Like... This is what happened. Like, um, the Russian dude said that apparently Scooby gave Trechiak, I think that's his name, Trechiak? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, uh, Carl, I think. Carl and Scooby pulled this Trechiak guy over a couple weeks ago, and Carl was kind of getting into his face, and so he ended up throwing him in the cage overnight. Yeah. And they think that's maybe why they were targeted. Yeah. The whole Carl and Scooby thing starts really getting very complicated. <laughs> there's like so many. Now there's the Russians are involved and the Nigerians yeah. and Antoine Mitchell. And it's like, God damn it. This is a whole international conspiracy to kill these two guys. Yeah. Who had zero screen time, basically. Yeah. 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 So weird. So they're, they're kind of happy. They're like, oh, this maybe didn't have anything to do with the seizures. So that's good for us. Right. 
And Okoye, he wants a deal. He wants to deal at this point. Yeah. <laughs> he says, like, if you protect my family or whatever. I'll- yeah, because apparently the Russians had kidnapped his family so that he would do the killing, I think. Something. Yeah. Something, Something happened like between him and the Russians. So he he he's he wants to cut a deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we get Shane. Shane's going in for his lie detector test, and he's so fucking nervous. He's yeah. Trying to, trying to hit on like the the girl or whatever, and she she's having none of it. Yep. <laughs> it's pretty great that he's trying to play off. Oh, I'm nervous because of this pretty lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're supposed to have a couple more days to practice, but Glenn Close is just like, well, because of that stupid meeting I had to go to, they're really breathing down my neck on this, so. No more time. You're doing it right now. Yeah. <laughs> Which kind of sucks. Oh, there's also a scene we should mention where uh, where Vic is pissed off, you know, at Dutch about the whole dating his wife thing. So he goes, corners him in the bathroom, and he's just like, hey, we just caught the cop killer. Weren't you the lead on that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just rubbing that shit in. Yeah. Weren't you the primary? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was one of my quotes I wrote down. Weren't you the primary? Yeah. It's pretty awesome as he's like taking his dick out of his pants to take a piss. Like he gets, yeah. looks over his shoulder, like, "Weren't you the primary?" It was, it was pretty awesome. Listen to the bass on my pee. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, <laughs> drinking in ass. Um, <laughs> uh, where are we at here? Uh, Vic, Lamb, and Ronnie give drugs back to Petario's boss, like the Gusano or whatever his name was. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, and they tell him, you know, hey, you know, don't go after Emilia and her kid, or you know, we're gonna fucking fuck you up, basically. All I'll right. Be back. If we all remember, last week on our podcast, you said that those drugs were gonna be the pivotal moment of this whole season or this whole TV series for Lem. Uh huh. But he already, like, next week, he already gave them back. Well, there's more to come next week. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Those may not have been the drugs. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're getting close yep. to the end, Jank. Oh, I know. Next we're Monday, we'll be doing finale time soon. All right, yeah. so... Um, Army then says, I ain't doing no lie detector test. Fuck you. My P, or what, what do they call it? Uh, PBA rep. Yeah, PBA. Like he said, nope, I don't have to do it. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, this is all way too easy to me. <laughs> like, he's just like, I'm not doing it. Bye. And Bye. there's like no repercussions. Like, last week they were like, you, should, you guys should be going to jail. If you don't pass this lie detector test, like... The whole team is going down, essentially. And he's just like, I'm not taking it. And they're like, okay. <laughs> no repercussions at all. Well, I mean, Close is extremely pissed off. And as Shane is, too, you know? Yeah. They're like, I mean, Army's going to lose his job, for sure. But yeah. beyond that, like, there really isn't much for the rest of the team. No, there really isn't. And, like, Glenn Close is like, you're letting down every single cop in here because now it makes us look suspicious and shit. And he's like, yeah. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm just looking out for me. He, yeah. he literally says, like, yeah, hey, I'm doing I'm doing what's best for me. I don't care. It's like, I didn't go for this team bullshit over in Iraq, and I'm definitely not going for it here. Yeah. Like, what a fucking dick. Yeah. 
Like, Shane, as bad as he is, at least he's more of a team player, I guess. Like, he does care about this team. Um, Glenn Close, Aceveda, and, you know, uh, Roy. Is it Roy Clark? Is that his name? That's not his name. Uh, Roy Phillips. (laughs) Roy Phillips. Yep. Uh, See, I have Clark written down. (laughs) (laughs) Clark Griswold is here. Yeah, they're discussing the seizure policies at this point, and basically, Glenn Close is like, hey, you guys get rid of these fucking seizure policies, I'm out. Yep. I'm fucking the fuck off. (laughs) Yep. We're saying, if if the seizures go, so do I. So, I'm guessing, because I was trying to think, like, I was like, man, I don't remember why Glenn Close only lasted one season, yeah. I'm like, I don't remember her getting killed or anything, but now I'm getting it. Like they're they're gonna get rid of her policy, and she's like, "Well, fuck this, like quit then." Yep, <laughs> you're pretty much dead on. All right. Because <laughs> um, next episode they pretty much say like, "Yeah, we're getting rid of the policy." So yeah, it seems like her days are numbered. Uh, Vic's over at Petario's girlfriend. That's what I called her. Um, whatever house, like, I don't know, what house are they in? Um, I think they were in Petario's house. Because he's like, yeah, you guys can only stay here a couple days, or they're going to they're gonna seize it or whatever. And he tries to, like, get her some stuff. He's, he's looking out for her because her son is, like, like, malnourished and stuff and, like, sickly. So he's trying to take care of her and uh, trying to do right by her. Yeah. Uh, Dutch goes over. To Corinne's. Is this where he tells her, like, hey, listen, the only reason I started uh, dating with you is back at Vic? Well, first, they do wrap up the case with Billings and stuff. Like, he's all, you got to find another way to do this so I don't have to testify or I'm going to be labeled a pussy. And they do get the guy to confess, so they kind of tell Billings, oh, hey, you know, we, we did get the guy. You're off the hook. And Billings is like, all right, let's go celebrate and have some drinks. And they're just like, oh, no, I'm busy. <laughs> He's such a dick because in the next episode he's oh man he gets his a little bit oh boy does he <laughs> yeah um but yeah so they're like ashamed of Billings they don't want to go hang out with him she, she really like Corinne really doesn't trust Dutch anymore he leaves and shit it's, yeah it's weird that he immediately is just like yeah I guess that's kind of why I asked you on the first place like don't admit that yeah you don't admit that at least not now yeah maybe that's a sure way to get broken down up the road <laughs> even then I wouldn't do it like there's no upside in that just there's no upside but if you get so comfortable with a person you trust them you could be like hey you know when we first started dating I was only trying to get back at Vic but then I fell in love <laughs> with you because you're the best and all that shit um Army's now getting into it with the strike team. You know, like, they're all pissed. And he's like, what the yeah. fuck? You got to stand up. And he's like, I ain't taking a bullet for any of you motherfuckers. Yep. And they were all like, well, fuck you then, basically. <laughs> yeah. So, like, oh, we could be friends still. But and he's just like, I appreciate your honesty. Get the fuck out. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so they all, like, those four guys all walk back outside now and... They're officially like the strike team's back. Yeah, Vic says something about like, oh, I got you know we gotta get out there and hit the streets because I got eight missing months of kicking ass with you guys. Yeah, eight months to make up for. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, oh, they're finally back together as a team. Yeah, they had to get rid of Army. Yeah. <laughs> he was one and so, done. 
That's where we end, Jank. I went seven out of ten. It's not a, it's not a, not a bad episode, but it, you know, there's not a lot of meat in this episode. I agree. It's still a lot of the Kubi, Scooby and Carl stuff, but not, not know, not that interesting somehow. <laughs> like it advances some plot lines without ever being that entertaining. So I think seven is a, is pretty good. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's a lot of let's go from this guy to this other guy and then this other guy. And you're just like, I can't even keep track of why they're doing these things anymore. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right. Let's do some best quotes. All right. So. I mean, you are we already did eating ain't cheating. Yeah. So Steel Panther made a, a song out of. Who did? Steel Panther. Steel Panther like made a song called "Eat and Ain't Cheating" based off of this episode. Uh, I don't know if it was based off this episode, but <laughs> that oh, was okay. the name of the song. So, all right. well, <laughs> according right. to the commentary, that was a quote attributed to uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so what does that mean? So if you eat a girl out, that's cool. You're fine. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I don't know how that would hold up in a court of law. Yeah, probably not. That seems like cheating to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like if you touch any sort of, like, uh, like mucous membrane of another person, you cheated. Yes. Including if you're bottles, having any vaginas, contact with their genitals. Yes. That's pretty much cheating. Nostrils. <laughs> what if you put your finger in their nostrils? Yeah, is that you, cheating? Yeah, that is, that is cheating. That's penetration. <laughs> a literal mucous membrane. What if someone needed me to clean out their ears with a Q-tip? Hmm. As long as you don't lick the Q-tip first. <laughs> okay. That's fine. <laughs> um, when they go to see Weed, he's trying to like talk on the phone, and then Shane just grabs it out of his hand, and he's like, can you hear me now? Yeah. You know, like <laughs> that old commercial or whatever. I don't even know. That remember. definitely dates this episode. But <laughs> yeah. Do you remember who Can You Hear Me Now was a commercial for? What uh, Verizon, right? I really don't know. Verizon? Yeah, that sounds right. That was that Verizon guy. Remember he came back a couple years ago like against Verizon and was working for some other company? Yeah, I think he's the Sprint guy now. Yeah, yep. But then Sprint got bought out by T-Mobile. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's all... That's who we have sprint. All right. So, anyways, what do you got quotes? Um, I like when they're talking to Smitty about like how to pass this uh this test, and he's just like, it helps if you're a pathological liar or a narcissist. And Vic's like, all right, so Shane's safe. What about Army? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, for me, the line of the episode was uh um. Shane, like, when they find out, like, Okoya is the guy or whatever that they're going to go look for, yeah, he goes, it's okay with me if it's okay with you. Yeah. It's just very funny. <laughs> yeah, Shane is just having a great time this episode, despite him having to take this lie detector in a couple of days. Like, he is loving it. He is having the, the most fun in the world. Yeah, like, because he's back with his family again. Yeah. And no Mara, so I'm happy. Yeah. It's been such a weird season for him. Like, it started out, like, literally it didn't even seem like the same Shane anymore. He <laughs> was just this dark, like, brooding asshole. Mm-hmm. But, nope, that's that Shane still exists in there somewhere. Yeah. 
Um, when they're talking to Halpern about like, and he says, now how are you going to handle weed for me? And Vic says, well, you're looking at a bunch of bona fide weed whackers. Yeah. So I'm going to go beat him off. <laughs> Russ. <laughs> he does have that bad arm. Yep. Someone's got to do it. Yeah. Beating ain't cheating. <laughs> no. Beating is not cheating. As long as somebody else is not doing it. Then it's cheating. Yep. Yeah. Yep, that crosses the line. My fucking <laughs> every goddamn fucking Monday. Ridiculous. Oh, uh, we talked about them not your most ingenious prank. Yeah, but it felt good. Yeah. Um like when Dutch is talking to Corinne, he's like, Vic's an asshole. And she's like, he's the father of my children. That makes him my asshole, not yours. Yeah, it's a, that was that's a, a weird line. quote. Yeah. <laughs> he's my asshole. Gross. Yeah, that, that was that was so weird. <laughs> like when Billings is trying to, uh, you know, defend himself from Dutch and Claudette. And they, when they tell him that they got the dried soap on his car, and he's like, dried soap? We had Nicole's blood in OJ's bedroom, but look what good that did us. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that one. Uh, I don't think I have any other quotes. We kind of hit them. Yeah, there weren't a whole lot. I think uh, the only other one I had was uh, when Shane's trying to smoke in the car, and he's like, I'll blow the smoke out the window. And Vic's like, you could blow me. <laughs> that was another terrible line, I thought. <laughs> Like, I, I want, liked it. I want this to smell like the Corinthian leather or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Rich Corinthian leather. Yeah. Like, aren't you driving a Grand Am, dude? Like, <laughs> well, you just got that car. Remember, they just seized it. Not yeah, I mean, it's just like a Pontiac. It's not like it's a Bentley or something. <laughs> well, we can't all afford to buy weed's level of jewelry. <laughs> yeah. You got to take care of what you got. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do the Kristen Bell Best Guest Star Award. I might went have with a guess weed. as to who yours is. <laughs> I went with the weed. <laughs> Loved weed. He was. He seemed like he was out of something else entirely. He, maybe he was. Yeah. I love he it. was just doing his own thing. <laughs> yeah. I was cool. He was. He was cool with me, man. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it's a very particular taste. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who'd you go with? Uh, I went with Smitty. Oh, yeah, Smitty, yeah. He's always solid. Yeah, but this is like the third or fourth time we've seen Smitty. Yeah, true. So that's why I didn't go with him, because, you know, he's been around. Like, to me, guest star means you were really only in this episode and nothing else. Yeah, nobody else really stuck out to me, except maybe the guy who tried to sleep in the interrogation room. I guess he would be my (laughs) runner-up. I am tired (laughs) now. I will take a nap. Oh, we should mention he did kind of confess to basically what happened, where he's just like, yeah, like, I told, you know, we told him that there was someone down in the sewer, they bent down to look, and I stabbed the Asian one, and then we fought the other guy and stabbed him a bunch of times, and then we get to stab the other guy, which, it seems like stabbing is very ineffective, so why didn't they just shoot him? I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe he didn't have a gun. Yeah, apparently. They got a hitman who doesn't have a gun. Yeah. (laughs) Well, hey, bad choice. Tell me for smarts. 
All right. Who did you have for MVP of the episode? Oh, well, I got I got a tie here, Jank. Something different this week. I went with uh, Vic and Glenn Close. Ooh, nice. I didn't go or this week. I went and. <laughs> Before and. <laughs> I don't think I've picked anybody other than Vic or Glenn Close this whole season for MVP. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Um, and yet somehow this is the season that Claudette wins an Emmy. <laughs> I don't think she's come close to sniffing one of these awards all year. When she used to get them like all the time. She must be phenomenal in the finale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the greatest acting I've ever seen in my life. Like, I think, I think the finale, isn't it just entitled like, uh, like Claudette's soliloquy? <laughs> yep. It's yeah. all told from her point of view. Yeah. She's just relating what happened instead of actually seeing any of the other actors. <laughs> it's like the vagina monologues of the show. Uh, <laughs> you ever see that, Jank? No. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't need that. Oh, you do need that. <laughs> you need some vagina monologues right now. <laughs> That's true. Any listeners <laughs> who want to give Kevin Jank some vagina monologue? <laughs> Mackie's Clubhouse. Hey, do we ever hear from Scott Baker or anything or no? Oh, you know what? I haven't checked. I'll check in between the episodes here. Oh, you mean? So by check. Wednesday, we'll have an answer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. You're going to check. Yeah. Oh, I see. By Wednesday, I got you. All right. Yep. Um, all right. <laughs> I just want to make sure um, we're not there and stuff. Yeah. Um, my MVP, I went with Shane. Oh. Yeah, I liked what Shane was doing in this episode. He was just having a good time, like we mentioned, and uh, his whole trying to cover with the lie detector lady, and he was just very entertaining. So I really, really appreciated his efforts this week. That lie detector lady, good looking. Yeah, he wasn't wrong. <laughs> Better than Mara. He was not. <laughs> Apparently he's already cheating on Mara. That's good to know. Eating ain't cheating. <laughs> All right, Vendrell Cup for the biggest fuck-up is our next award. Well, I got two. I mean, I went with Army. Yep. And I went with Billings. Yeah, <laughs> those are both pretty big fuck-ups. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I agree. Army more than anything, but Billings for being such a punk-ass hiding in there. <laughs> what a bitch. Yeah, Vic I don't know. Hid. What? Vic Mackey would not have hid. Oh fuck no, he would never have hid. I don't think I don't think Claudette would have hid. But I mean, Billings, to be fair, he's like a detective, so he doesn't do this shit. <laughs> he's not well, in the, for the breach and bang kind of shit. Like he's just like, I sit at a desk and figure out things. Yeah, I guess. I he's guess. Not, but that's what know. Dutch and Claudette. I don't think Dutch would have done it. Dutch ain't gonna slink out like that. Yeah, probably not. Fuck Billings, that pansy ass. <laughs> well, well, just you wait till you see what he gets to do next season. Oh, <laughs> next season? <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. Oh, I thought we would be done with Billings, man. I'm done oh, with Oh, no. He's around for the for the long term. That's terrible news. All right. <laughs> so who do you got for fuck-ups? Uh, I had Army. Yeah. With just Billings Army. Just for a second, but yeah. Army, to me, was the biggest. Yeah, he he's another fucking useless piece of shit, too. Yeah. You know what I'm he, saying? He doesn't understand this dynamic at all. You guys got to watch out for each other. 
Yeah, the straight- on the line to uh, get them out of trouble, and he just doesn't give a fuck. That's a real thing. The blue wall. Yeah. All right. What a douche. Yeah, what a super douche. <laughs> All right, we got the Dumpy Award for the worst part of the episode. I went with deduction Corinne stuff. Like, I, I, I think I've just come to the conclusion, like, if Corinne's involved, I'm not interested. <laughs> Which is weird, because I kind of like that lady. Like, I think she's attractive and stuff, but it's just like, as sure. soon as she comes on the screen, I'm just like, oh, it's just like, it's just, it, it just takes me out of the show. Yeah, it's very disconnected from the cop stuff. So if you're there for, you know, cop action... It's it's not going to scratch that itch at all. <laughs> like, the thing is with Corinne, like, you either have to – she has to be in more scenes or no scenes. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah like, I, it's just like – it seems one, like you're watching some other show. scene a week just – it's weird. Like, it's just like, oh, here's the, you know, I'm obligated to put my wife on TV, so here's her scene. Yeah. And it's like, okay, whatever, but it's like, okay, that's two minutes you could have spent, like, you know, punching somebody in the face or something. <laughs> Speaking I of, I guess this whole, uh, like, I don't think Dutch and Corinne ever actually kissed on screen. Um, it seems like that may have been a thing that they did intentionally. <laughs> like, because uh, I think Dutch and uh, Sean Ryan were, like, college roommates and shit like that. So I guess it was probably weird for you know him to be putting his wife <laughs> in like a relation TV relationship with his you know old buddy. Yeah. Huh. And uh, apparently like one of the writers Scott Rosenbaum who like likes writing all kind of weird sex stuff he kept trying to like write weird you know sex scenes for them too and uh, they're like we're not even gonna show this to Sean <laughs> like that's not appropriate. <laughs> Yeah, especially for a cop show. Yeah. This ain't real sex on HBO and shit. <laughs> I want to know what he is pitching, though, because that yeah. sounds entertaining. <laughs> yeah, it sounds odd. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, nothing against the actress. I don't know her name. Well, yeah, she's, she's not Kathy bad. Kathy Ryan, right? Yeah, Kathy Kaylin Ryan, I think. Yeah. She's fine. I like her. She's like I said, she's she's a pretty lady, but it's just like I don't know. It just takes me out of the show when she shows up. Yeah, I definitely understand. I that. get it. You gotta have Vic. You can't. He can't just be a RoboCop. I understand that. But then you gotta have more scenes with the kids and the wife and shit. Otherwise, I don't care about it. Yeah, the, uh, the Sopranos I think definitely did that better. Where yes. Spent a lot more time with the family they and did. made them actual characters. Right. We all hate AJ, but we have a reason to hate AJ. Yes. You know? We got <laughs> to know it. that fucking kid. They hate him the way like mm-hmm. we did. Agreed. Yeah. We just yeah, hate mixed kids because like they're only in the show like 45 seconds a week and they're always crying and screaming and throwing shit. And it's like, all right, I fuck this. Like I'm annoyed with it. Yeah. They're there only to cause drama and cause more problems. He has to deal with while he's dealing with work shit. Right. Which isn't going to win you any favors. <laughs> yep. Yeah, All right. I uh, agree. What did you go with? Also, um, not yeah. to cut you off, but I think the whole thing with Dutch and Corinne fighting, it's too early. Yeah, that is true. You guys haven't been going out that long. Like, at this stage, like, it's just kind of like, all right, well, fuck it, I'm leaving. It's not like, I don't know. Like, how long has it been? Well, apparently he was, you know, hanging out with her kids on, like, the second date. So everything's been moving pretty fast. 
Yeah, but I mean, how long timeline are we looking at here? Like two weeks? Um, I'm going to guess it's probably a little longer than that. Maybe a couple, maybe two months at most, though. Months? All right. All right. Well, fair enough. Either way. All right, go ahead. Who do you got for boring? Um, I went with I had two things for this one. Um, just the fact that there were pretty much no repercussions for Army not taking the lie detector test. Yeah. That seems weak. That's yeah. like a very weak piece of writing where they're just like, oh, yeah, you know, there's no problem. <laughs> no, no, the strike team are in trouble for this. He just loses his job and that's it. Like, that seemed really anticlimactic. So are we to understand that Shane passed then? I guess so, yeah. I mean, he was saying it's not that bad, so I, I guess he must have passed everything fine. Right. But, I mean, given that your partner is like, I'm not taking it, it was, he's clearly guilty of something, that would seem to implicate Shane as well. <laughs> no matter what the lie detector said. Yeah. Like, he's making them all look guilty, so I don't know. It just seemed way too neat. I mean, I have no problem with them getting rid of ARMY, but the way they did it, it felt a little strange that there were no repercussions. Yeah. Um, and then I also had just the fact that they're seem to be overcomplicating the murder of Carl and Scooby. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. everybody in the fucking planet's involved in this. You can't tell me that 39 people plan to kill these <laughs> two beat cops. Yeah. Like, I can understand if you took out a chief or a big judge, but just two yeah, guys. Just two know. random cops. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, can't oh, my God. God. <laughs> I, I know they want to stretch it out over a couple of episodes, but... God's sake. <laughs> it's I, I, hard to keep track at a certain point. You got you got several countries involved in this? Yeah. <laughs> well, they're not going to do this over a speeding ticket. They're like, why? Well, you shouldn't just spend. That's all. <laughs> it's just a little much. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I had. Yeah. Um, I guess let's do some casting now. All right. Who would they be if they weren't on the shield? Uh, we'll go with your buddy, uh, Steve Billings. Oh, fucking favorite character. <laughs> Dude, honest to God, like I said, like, I've been thinking about Billings. Like, when you, when you sent me a message, I don't know, you usually send me something, like, over the weekend about who we're going to do for the casting. Mm-hmm. Since that day, I was like, Billings? <laughs> Billings? I don't know. Billings? So, <laughs> I went with, like, just, I thought, okay, he's kind of irrelevant. He's middle-aged to older. Who gives a shit about him? Billings, to me, is they might be giants. Oh, they're not <laughs> irrelevant. <laughs> I thought you might be upset about it, but I was like, yeah, like, like, who cares about that band? I'm going to be honest with you. They're all like, just like, meh, meh. not, not sad. Just like their music. No, not at all. It's kind of quirky and like dumb. <laughs> I don't know. It's very, very intelligent. But it's like cake <laughs> without any sort of musical ability. The vibrous laugh. Oh, <laughs> Bullshit. The only other band I could think of like that was comparable to, to that was Toad the Wet Sprocket. I was like, he could be Toad the Wet Sprocket. Okay. 
But not too many people know that band, though, I don't think. Oh, I think people people know Toad the Wet Sprocket. They had a couple of hits in the 90s. Also, I really like Walk on the Ocean. I really like that song. Walk on the ocean. Step on the stone. <laughs> All right. So who do you got for Billings? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know that mine are much better, but uh, I went with one of my favorite bands, uh, No Effects, because... Their whole kind of their whole shtick is, yeah, we're never gonna give a hundred percent. Like they had a whole song on one of their albums about like we only give sixty percent, you know, at best. <laughs> well, I I know I've heard of this band. Um, oh, so good. I like in the sense that like I've seen their like name. I don't know, like it, it, it's like N O F X, right? Yep. Like I've seen this sticker on somebody's car or whatever but i like what do they sing um not a whole lot of their songs got much radio play so uh leave it alone i think did back in like 94 if you remember that one um that's probably the one you might know if anything are they like are they chili peppers-esque no not at all they're very much just uh like skate punk yeah okay Yeah, yeah i don't i don't i don't think i'm familiar Oh, they're so good. <laughs> I love them okay. so much. Probably my favorite punk band. And uh, yeah, they're they're great. Um, and the, and their whole thing is just not giving, not trying too hard. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it felt yes. like Billings to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, then I also went with Lover Boy because <laughs> he is Why? definitely working for the weekend. <laughs> uh, so you're saying apathy is a theme here? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's Billings' M.O. He's just there to get his paycheck. And go yeah, home. just running out the clock. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's why I relate to him so much. Yeah, I hear you. He knows what's up. All right. Well, I think that's all we got here for this episode. Um, until Wednesday. Bye, motherfuckers. Bye. Says it does. He wants to know what your mama's putting in the corn muffin.